Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, I'm always scouring the globe looking for thought leaders, influencers, creators, making a dent in today's world and doing good. And so today is going to be talking all about mental health advocacy uh, from uh, Matthew Dixon. And he's going to talk about his personal experience with mental health, his work with uh, advocacy. And like I said, I'm always highly fascinated with individuals changing the world. So uh, I'll let Matthew uh, introduce himself. Matthew, welcome. Thanks so much for having me on. This is great. Yeah, I know uh, we had connected through Podmatch, and um, you actually uh, started and uh, founded MindAid.ca. So tell us more about this work that you're doing. Yeah, so I'm I live in Eastern Canada, and I had a pretty typical, average childhood. Uh, through I was taking engineering at UN, uh, my local university, and bicycled across Canada. That came out of nowhere. I don't. That, uh, that's a whole story in itself. But uh, at the end of university, I got schizophrenia, and it was really tough. And I tried to offer hope to people going through it and resources. But uh, anyway, so a lady saw me at my worst in 1994, um, and she said, I looked like I was walking through a world of flying glass. And I was like, yeah, thanks for noticing. That's exactly how I feel, um, sadly. And anyway, so the whole time I went through schizophrenia, uh, I'm 51 now, so it's, uh, I'm doing well now. It took a long time to get better, but for the whole time I went through it, my heart went out to people in war-torn countries or extreme poverty who have mental illness to go through as well. Mm-hmm. And I went through treated mental illness. Uh, people uh, in developing countries, have, they go through untreated mental illness and war or extreme poverty. So it's it's so horrible. Some people are actually kept in chains in some mm-hmm. countries with mental illness. They're tied to a tree, tied to a bed with their foot through a log, uh, tied up in the shed, and with untreated mental illness as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but it wasn't until 28... I, I never went searching for content on mental health, mental illness in developing countries. Mm-hmm. And in 2017, uh, TED Talk burbled up into my Google feed uh, by Vikram Patel, and he was the first person who who uh, said, well, look, we've had these models of basic uh, physical care for people for decades, how to treat a broken leg, how to deliver a baby where there's no hospital for hundreds of miles around. 
those mm -hmm. documents existed for decades. He says, why don't we do the same thing for mental health? So he did. And these models now are low cost, proven effective and scalable. And the World Health Organization is trying to figure out the best way to roll them out to the masses. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, I found 10 nonprofits that are using these models and I'm trying to steer people towards them. So in 2018, I made mindaid.ca, and it's the world's first website with all the groups helping the cause on one site. They're otherwise scattered across the web. And in the resources section of my website, there are more nonprofits uh, beyond those 10 right now. Uh, you can't necessarily donate to those, but the, the 10 ones you can donate to or fundraise for. And I keep finding more as time goes on, which is great. So I think with, as mental health is talked about more and more, these days, especially now with COVID, I'm hoping that more groups will be created in developing countries, uh, helping people with mental illness. Mm. Yeah, interesting, interesting story. And uh, one, uh, so what, uh, you know, I love this mental adv this advocacy part where you turn your uh, trials and tribulations into to um, triumphs. And you talk about um, you read books voraciously to help you in your recovery um so and uh you also you learn how to deal with people such as police officers um and mindset secrets of navy seals and olympic athletes and how to get a survivor personality i'm really interested in these these types of um, yeah yeah so i read books a lot i found i mean it's amazing all these books are resources online you've got world-class experts teaching you how to get a stronger mentality, better mindset, better mental health. Uh, and so I had schizophrenia. I improved weekly. Every single week I noticed an improvement over 27 years. Uh, so I, so in, I was reading books all this time, but my mental health still wasn't a hundred percent. And, but what I try to tell people is, okay, so, yeah, you read a book on how a Navy SEAL gets a stronger mindset, but you may not be able to use that information right away because you're sick with mental illness or depression or anxiety. But you can still, you can, having that knowledge will still help you. The old cliche, knowing is half the battle, just having the knowledge of how they do that, how police officers deal with people. It's incredible. It's, uh, you may not be able to use it fully, but it helps. Every little bit helps. When you're struggling with mental illness, it's tough. And if you can find anything that'll help you, any 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 things, it's it's just golden. So police officers, they uh, they use verbal judo. There's a book called Verbal Judo: The Gentle Art Art of Persuasion by George Thompson, and he teaches people how to use how, how, what they do with. So what they do is they when someone comes at you with harsh words or as a police officer, a gun or a knife, they they come at you with intensity. It's uh, And quite often we rise to match it when we, when we talk back to them. Uh, for a police officer, someone coming at them with a gun, the police officer yells back, drop the gun. He says, the number one rule is stay calm. Don't get swept up into the emotion of it all in the drama. Just stay calm. And the second thing you have to do is find out where they are read their body language, uh, use emotional intelligence to find out where they are mentally. Do they need a hug? Are they even listening to you right now? Um, are they, where are they in the state of mind? And this can apply to anybody. He says, if it works in the streets, it'll work at home. And 
uh, the third thing is once you find out where they are, talk from their frame of reference. Don't talk from your frame of reference. And he says, so often people, he says the vast majority of people that police interact with are, are just, they have no one to listen to them. There are so few people have, uh, have heard words of encouragement and praise throughout their life. A lot of us are stressed and no one is listening to us. And if you can be that person to listen to somebody, let them vent for a while. For me, if I've got a lot going on, 45 minutes, an hour, hour and a half tops, and I'm done. I've got everything off my chest. And he says, be that person for somebody else to just let them vent. When And as you stay calm and let them vent, talking from their frame of reference, it'll de-escalate the situation until they feel heard. Oh, wow, someone's actually listening to me. And I think this should be taught in schools. I'm trying to mention to healthcare professionals, for people everywhere, it has helped me so much. And I still recommend reading other books on people skills and whatnot, but Verbal Judo is the best one I've found. The mm. Survivor Personality Al, by Al Siebert. He studied how people got through the Holocaust, cancer, natural disasters, alcoholism, all sorts of things. Mm. He said one of the things they, he found was they all said the same thing. After going through something horrible, they, they said, I would never, ever, ever want to go through that again. But that was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. It's, uh, he says, for example, cancer patients, they fall into three categories. The first, uh, first category is they say, this is it. My time's up. I'm, I'm going to die. And I just accept that. That's the way it's going to be. And the second group says, Doc, I'm going to fight this. And I'll do whatever you tell me to do to get better. The third group, the survivors, say, Doc, I'm going to fight this. I'm going to listen to what you have to say. But I'm going to go and get a second opinion and a third opinion and a fourth opinion. I'm going to take my recovery into my own hands. And they are sometimes labeled as difficult patients because they say, no, you're not going to do that to me. I'm the one in charge of this. This is my body. And I'm going to tell you what to do. Mark Devine, uh, his book, Unbeatable Mind, he's a Navy SEAL. He's created and trained thousands of Navy SEALs. And he, he had so many people coming up and asking him, like, Mark, I, I'm not a Navy SEAL, but I uh, can you give me some of your secrets? <laughs> so he did. He's got books out. He's got a training facility where civilians can go and get training, physical training in, in real life and uh, go through some of their exercises. And uh, it's the book is chock full of the things to do to be like a Navy SEAL. Sports psychology books, Olympic athletes have written all their stuff down in books. And all this stuff is free in your library. Mm. Uh, for $20 for a book on Amazon or uh, you know, free on YouTube. It's it's. I really encourage people to to learn about this. Um, for example, diet and exercise. How many people read about that? You think, well, I'll go to the gym, do some bench presses and some bicep curls. But have you ever read about exercise? There's tons of books on it. Diet mm -hmm. and exercise. So yeah, education is really really big. And uh, I, if if you didn't get the names of the books I'm mentioning here. I've got them, my top books and things that I found for free on my website under the best mental health tips uh, button there, your section, your link. Yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah, I've got resources there for people with schizophrenia. Uh, and yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, I've actually, because I, um, I, you know, I'm not a Navy SEAL. I'll probably fail out of the first day, but um and it's interesting to just get into their mindset because, you know, they're going on no food, water, sleep, shelter, you know, heart's physical conditions, you know, people yelling at them and 
uh, you know, <laughs> so it's uh, interesting just to get into their mind and especially Olympic athletes too, you know, like, you know, would they, you know, what it takes, it's kind of the the mindset it takes to win. Um, yeah. Uh, tell us more about MindAid CA's uh, work that it, what it's, how it's helping some of the success stories, some of the work it's outreach it's doing. Yeah, so basically, it's a simple curation site. It's uh, I'll send you off. The, well, the website sends you off in a bunch of different directions for groups helping the cause. Uh, Robin Williams' son Zach Williams, he has a uh, he helps promote hashtag Break the Chains to help unchain people. As does Allison Janney, the Hollywood actress, and Tim Shriver, founder of the Special Olympics. And what they do with these models of basic mental health care is they. They go into a community and they find and they handpick certain people who have some, who already have some basic leadership skills or mater, maternal health skills, something that they can uh, have some knowledge of, and they train them how to deliver the basic mental health care, these models. And it's, it's some people are skeptical of it uh, in the community when people come in and teach them this stuff. But when they see someone who's disheveled and can't do anything and lying in bed all day, and all of a sudden, months later, they're back up, they're productive, they're working in a field or, or doing whatever, producing, helping out in the community. They say, oh, wow, how can we get more of this? So a lot of it is local led. They don't want white people going in and telling them what to do. Um, it's, uh, it's also uh, people who learn the stuff can help tell other people about it and teach people, teach other people in, their community, in other communities. So it's, yeah, uh, one of the groups, Fine Mind, they work in Uganda. Uh, Forrest Whitaker, the Hollywood actor, his foundation is helping uh, them. And they do great work. They don't use medications. Some groups uh, give medications to people. Uh, Fine Mind doesn't. Strong Minds doesn't either. Strong Minds works in, uh, it helps women with depression in Africa. And they get women in groups of eight or ten or uh, eight or ten women. They meet once a week or so for so many months. And many of the women are depression free after six months or so. I, I think six months. It's a fairly short time frame. It's not decades, which is what I had to go through. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Strong Minds is actually uh, they're starting to work in America. Uh, Basic Needs US, another group uh, that helps people and develop countries with mental illness they started a pilot project a couple pilot projects in the u.s in a, in a poor urban setting i think in detroit and in an indigenous rural setting i think in new mexico and they were getting promising results using these models of basic mental health care in america now strong minds is doing the same thing they have start launched they have launched strong minds america and they are working in uh, some places in america they're using models of basic mental health care like what like with the groups that they're working with with women and depression with with depression in Africa and they're getting good results so it's uh the other thing Shekhar Saxena he's from Harvard he spoke at the UN and he said every country when it comes to mental health care is a developing country mm -hmm. still I'd rather be in Canada here for mental health than say some places in Africa but essentially he says what what he's saying is that all countries have a developing country's mental health care system. Uh, some good news, They uh, there's a man in Nova Scotia, in Canada, and in his area of Nova Scotia, he dramatically improved his area's mental health and addiction system. And he's got a book called It's Not About Us. His name's Todd Leader. 
and the book it's about how the rest of Canada can transform to do the same thing that he did. And it's all about basing it on uh, client-centered, not uh, bureaucracy-centered. If someone comes into your facility, your, your clinic, how long is it before you help them? Do you get them to the default forms, sit them in a waiting room, then another waiting room, or do you attend to them immediately? Uh, your phone call, your answering machine, your message is the first thing they hear if someone's in crisis saying, call this number if you're in a crisis or what to do in a crisis, or, or do you go through, hi, welcome to here, and go through a whole bunch of other options before you get to what to do if you're in a crisis. It's simple mm-hmm. things like that. And the book's written for Canada, but I, my opinion, and, and I'm not an expert, the only official certification I have is an engineering degree. But uh, I would assume that a lot of other countries could follow the same practice, um, even though it's just written for Canada. Yeah. Very interesting discussion. Um, how do people contact you, follow you, uh, check out your work? Go to mindy.ca, M-I-N-D-A-I-D.ca, and there's a, please check out the resources section. The I've got a, my best mental health tips there for people on how to improve their own mental health tips, on, on improve their own mental health. I'm quite proud of that. That's uh, 20 plus years of reading and researching and plus lived experience uh, to go into. And all my social media links are there. It's, uh, yeah. And donate if people, uh, you can donate to uh, $3 a month to some of these nonprofits these days. $2 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month. It's the coffee a month, 10 cents a day to help someone with mental illness in, develop, in a developing country get basic mental health care, get unchained, take shackles off them. So, uh, or at least share stuff. Um, share, you can, a lot of these nonprofits are on social media. You can share their stuff for free, uh, have conversations with people about it. It's, uh, yeah, I, the more people that know, the more people that could help because the cause is vast and a resource. Yeah. And so for every, all the listeners out there, let's thank Matthew for sharing his inspiring stories uh, and um, talking about some excellent resources. I'm going to check out those books as well um, for my own edification and um, as well as the wonderful work um, mindaid.ca is doing. And all of those resources will be in the links and show notes. He's also on all the major social media platforms. So check those out. And with that, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. You're welcome. Thanks so much, Rob. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful, inspirational, motivational piece. Again, if you, wherever you are listening, if you liked it, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere, Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week.